What About Us, a podcast about how policies affect rural Tennesseans. My name is Sandy Rice, and I have some big news to share. What About Us is now part of the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network, a family of progressive voices to shine a light on issues important to Tennesseans, and in our case, rural Tennesseans. And I'm in good company, too. Go to www.tnholler.com to check out the other podcasts. Please subscribe to the network and sign up for the newsletter. I love the newsletter because it keeps me informed about the shenanigans played out in our state legislature. Nothing will change as far as your ability to listen to What About Us on Google Play and iTunes. This is a wonderful opportunity, though, to amplify our rural voices across the state. Today, my guest is Shanae Williams, who is a bit of a celebrity. She's been on the news, in the paper, and on the radio. Why? Because she is petitioning the Franklin County School Board to remove the Franklin County High School mascot, the Rebel, as well as the fight song and depiction of the Confederate flag in the school's emblem. Welcome, Shanae. Hello. Thanks for coming by today. So you're from Franklin County. You attended the high school and graduated in 2009. I did. Uh, while you were there, you cheered for the Rebel. Describe the Rebel mascot for us. The Rebel mascot is a true old Southern gentleman. He looks like a plantation owner. Um, he is a Confederate soldier. He's the Rebel. He's got a big... A big hat, big hat, mustache. big mustache. Okay, he's clearly a symbol of the Confederacy, or at least the Old South. And if it isn't obvious enough, the school colors are blue and gray. Yeah. And the fight song is Dixie. It is. And the school seal seal resembles the Confederate flag. Stars and bars. Stars and bars. Okay. <laughs> when did you start to realize that as uh, young woman something wasn't quite right with this scenario when I was in high school um, I'd say it was my freshman year I just got there and I came from a smaller school like a smaller elementary school smaller junior high well whenever we got to the high school we started to see rebel flags on all the shirts Mm -hmm. and when we're growing up here we don't necessarily know what that means but we know it's not for us. Um, okay. I remember a friend of mine, she asked her dad for a Rebel Man shirt because that's what we've seen every day. And he just told her no, but didn't tell her why. Okay. And that's a lot of what happens here. So we knew in high school that song was not, one, it wasn't good, mm-hmm. but it just didn't feel right. Um, and a lot of our parents didn't want us to dance to Dixie. Okay. But they just told us they didn't want us to. They okay, didn't so explain why. Protect you. Yeah. Do, do you remember the words to the fight song? I just know it's something they'd rather be in the land of Dixie or picking <laughs> cotton out of something. They just play the, it's just the band, no words. Okay, so I've looked no up the words um, before. Because it, um, it was written by a, a man in Ohio in like 1950 something mm-hmm. and the words change yes. you know all the time there's a northern version there's yeah. a southern version and there's a version that I mean all the words are spelled wrong they're trying to get the 
lingo or something, but it was it was part of a blackface comedy. Yeah, it yeah show. definitely is from minstrel uh, minstrel shows. It was in blackface. Um, Franklin County. There was a flyer I see not too long ago from back in the day with blackface as one of the performances. Mm -hmm. So we're not far from that. Right, right. So, so you learned the history mm -hmm. eventually, right? Your parents were trying to kind of keep it from you, and you love history. I do. I love history too. <laughs> I do. Um, Mindy Melton and you um, talked about uh, the history on WCDT Winchester on July 9th. Mindy had done uh, extensive research into it, and I wanted to give her a shout out, yes. some credit for all her work. Um, you know, and it's not on the website <laughs> for the school. You know, tell us what you know about the history of Franklin County High School. Um, so they became the Rebels in 1950. They combined the Winchester High School. They were the Warriors. The Deckard School was Franklin County, and they were the Red Devils. So in 1950, they combined, and they became the Rebels. Um, it's also proven during that time that that's a, that was a reaction from white supremacists to equality. So that name came about when they were rebelling equality. So, you know, no matter the intent of what they tell us it came from, some people say it's from them combining the two schools, the real rebellion and the real rebels, the Confederate soldiers, a.k.a. the rebels, fought for oppression. They fought to keep black people slaves. So it's always been a rebellion to equality. Okay, and there were the two schools that came together into the big high school. Was one black and one was white? No, okay. so those were two white schools. Okay. The only black school that we had was Townsend, mm -hmm. and it was pretty much all grades. You went to Townsend. Um, Brown versus Board, that was 1954. They won the lawsuit to integrate in the South. Franklin County's first black graduate was 1967. Okay, so so years, years after years, okay, years, okay. years. Another lawsuit that happened in Franklin County. Um, they actually went to the school in '65, and they were denied entry after they had won a lawsuit, which led to them being brought in in '66. So, Franklin County has rebelled the idea of inclusion forever. For a long time after 1954. Yeah. That year, the annual, the cover, was a Confederate flag. Okay. That was the, the prominent. Yeah. So, so I think Mindy mentioned that even uh, keeping the, or having the rebel and the flag and the Dixie song is almost a, um, a rebellion against desegregation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, I think in that discussion, it was interesting. It came up. From um, on the on the radio program, it came up from um, several people that everything was fine. Right. We're going to talk about that a little bit more when black, when the black kids came in. Everything was fine, yeah. but it was right in the middle of the civil rights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is going to be fine if nobody knows, or if um, you know when you're in school. Of course, you have to give me a book. You have to be my teacher. I have to play with you. Um, if we're being really technical, we probably only got there because they needed football players after they did it in Alabama. And okay. they realized that, hey, if I got to play against them, let me have something to play with. 
So while we're out here celebrating being a rebel, probably never would want it there either. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah. that's what we're good at. So they let us. They let us stay there for that. It was fine then. I mean, it was fine when I cheered. Okay. Okay. But we still had problems. It still were issues with the shirts, the Dixie shirts that everybody wore. Um, there was a whole debate. We had a black step team. They canceled that. And when a, they, a black. we had a step team at the high like school. Like the dance, is that mm-hmm. the marchers or the, the girls? Yeah, and, and that was only allowed, it was over before maybe 2011. So we're talking from like 2005 to maybe 2010. They allowed that. That was taken away. Um, we had Nesby. That was taken away. We had, there were programs, but they all were gone. Um, so it's never been anything to be inclusive or to let us even have a piece of our culture, our heritage. You know, we're all about heritage here. Mm-hmm. But you never give me any, and I'm from Franklin County too. Right. So how does it, it doesn't work like that. So on the podcast, we've talked a lot about the lost cause, mm-hmm. and and you were taught the history, yeah. according to the Daughters of the Confederacy, yeah. which was um, it was a war between the states, not not slavery. Yeah. It was just um, and what else? Um, slaves were treated like family. Yeah, uh, the war was noble, heroes. Um, none of the even the statistics of how many died. Yeah. I mean, the bloodshed. Yeah. Um, and I had done a podcast um, about the, the bust of Nathan Bedford Forrest and described him as, I don't know, gruesomely as I could, for a pillow. You know, and that's really not something to be you know, yeah. proud of. But um, anyway, so, so we may talk later about the 1619 project, which is uh, the 400th, I mean, from last year, 400 years of slavery and how that's affected you know, our history and the attempts to you know, get to the truth and, yeah. and, and give an alternative history to this one that was written to glorify the South. Right. And even slavery. Oh, is that how could that that was no, that I hear that a lot actually. Um, Do you was, really? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't that bad, and I'm like, oh, from what the daughters and sons of Confederacy wrote, they wrote it for the children of Confederacy to keep the white supremacy alive. Mm-hmm. But you missed all of that part. Um, I just feel like it's 2020. There's a lot of free knowledge. There's a lot of free information, mm-hmm. and if you keep choosing to ignorantly ignore facts of the matter you want to be stuck um yeah you want to be stuck and then you can't make things better yeah like you but you're choosing to be stuck there's so many ways around it mm-hmm. so the basis of your argument your petition is that in a taxpayer taxpayer funded high school we all pay for franklin county high school uh, it should not have a divisive uh racist symbolism it should be inclusive not non-inclusive yeah so the process so far, tell me about that. Really, really, uh, you haven't been at this a long time. It probably no. feels that way yeah, to you. You'd like it to be over. So <laughs> No, it actually started in June. It was like June 8th. 
Um, I was at my friend's and I was like, you know, I want to start a petition. And she's like, about what? I'm like, to change the mascot. So we have a group. It's called Cusp. I took it to them. And I'm like, hey, guys, you know, we're planning a Juneteenth event. It was going to our first Juneteenth event. And I'm like, let's do some other stuff. You know, I'll make a petition on change. I got off work. I wrote it. I posted it. And it took off. Um, mm-hmm. Literally, like, it just took off. Now there's over 4,700 signatures. Really? Yeah, online. And- Including me. <laughs> Finally. I I voted wrong. <laughs> she I texted me, like, at 1030. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> but no, and then I've got probably 800 signatures in person. Um so, you know, like we've been going out to different peti- like different protests in the area, and I'll take the petition with me, um, and we'll get signatures out there um, at the gas station, just wherever, just so they can know I'm not asking for this by myself. Mm-hmm. And it's not only on my mind. It's been on a lot of people's minds for a long time. Okay, um, okay. Because, you know, in the 90s, they tried this. So mm-hmm. this has been a battle from even before the 90s. They fought to keep prom. Whenever they finally integrated the schools, they took the prom away. They didn't want Yeah, they didn't want blacks, blacks and whites at the prom, so they took that away. Um, they were putting the rebel flag on every, on every class ring. I know people in the community today that did not get a ring because of that. Really? Yeah. So, you know, these are people that we still are around every day. That's what really grinds my gears. Slavery, yes, the 1800 version, that was a long time ago. From 1950 on up, that's still in our generation. Those are still our parents' generation. That's our grandparents. Um, Those are people that we know today that we see on a daily. They lived this before. Um, So it's not... It's not over. It's not far, so far back that we should just get over it. Um, slavery changed forms, but it's never went away. Mm-hmm. So we still have, you know, a lot of problems with the prison, how how many people are incarcerated now and how they got there. Um, people think that, oh, you know, black people just love Lincoln. I mean, he wrote some of the laws that have us in jail like we are today. So... That's, you know, that's a whole nother topic, but I just wish that people understood we're not far removed from our past, but if we want to make it different, we have to change now so that our kids do not keep going through this because we breed what we believe. Like, <laughs> and if we keep on believing the hate, believing the lost cause, making excuses for what we don't want to be held accountable for, we're going to keep breeding hate. Mm -hmm. And we're going to keep breeding generations that are going to still be divisive. And if we can't look around and see that we have to come together, white people, black people, Mexicans, like no matter your race, this is you against racism. Mm -hmm. This is not attacking heritage. It's exposing your racism. Because this isn't just a black fight or a white fight. Like, we're doing this together. So, that's why I feel like people are so attacked. I'm not attacking you. I'm exposing you. Mm-hmm. And you're really mm-hmm. exposing yourself. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where I'm at. That's why they're so mad right now. <laughs> so, but you have support. Yes, yes. I mean, that's that's really good. Yes. So, that's really good. But, of course, the pushback. 
like you said, what's um, talk, talk about um, our heritage because I I hear this a lot. It's it always puzzles me. Our heritage, you're trying to destroy it. We, it it's not a time machine. You know, we're not going back and yeah. changing it. We're just kind of wanting it to be a more realistic uh, version, and it's. And it's so often viewed as a threat, like I'm threatening your very existence by questioning um, what you kind of believe in. And I think we're going to need to toughen up. I think I'll wipe that. I think we're going to need to, you know, toughen up and say, okay, not oh, that's not I'm an ancestor. I didn't, have, you know, yeah. that's not what that's not what you're saying. No, that's not what we're saying. No, you know, to people, we're just saying, you know, just just chill and. I mean, and really, if if this is about heritage, why do hate groups stand up for it? That's if right. this is about heritage, why did you not take it Get from the off. hate groups? Yeah, I mean, but past him, people are mad about, you know, the, the looting and the burning. Now, what did the Confederates do to America? You mm-hmm. cannot wave the Confederate flag and the American flag at the same time if you know what they mean and you know what they stood for. So really, I'm not attacking anybody's heritage because one, you don't know what you're representing, clearly, because you're proud American and a proud rebel at the same time. That's treason. Like, let's start there. Um, I'm not attacking your heritage when you didn't take it from the hate groups, when you let the KKK wave the flag, when you let the neo-Nazis wave the flag, when they banned the Nazi flag and waved the Confederate flag in its place to symbolize the same amount of hate, I'm not attacking your heritage. You dropped the ball. Like, you should have held on to that heritage so I could have seen it differently. That's well said. You know, like, you should have held on to it so I could have seen it different. Because it's not fair that that's how I see it. And that's how it's been. But I should just take that. Because that's your heritage when I'm from the same place. So that's my heritage, too. And I don't want to be represented as that. Right. Like, we might as well just put our hoods on mm-hmm. and all run out there with little holes cut in the eyes so we can and still loot. see the, the footballs. You think they're yeah, KKK you know, wasn't like, looting? I mean, they're bombing, they're killing. But if we're being super technical, I heard an argument that said, oh, I'm trying to take away their heritage but we're not standing up for the child sex traffickers well do you think the children were safe do you think that the slave children were safe oh no you know like if we're if we're really gonna go there you have to be accountable and you have to realize what you're saying a lot of people are just saying stuff right now that they think makes sense to them and it contradicts everything that you're standing for. Those children were not safe. Um, those children were sold. Those children were raped. Those children were murdered. Those children were bombed. I mean, it's just, we're contradicting ourselves. I just want us to grow in a different direction. And that's going to take all of us. And it's not attacking your heritage. But stand up for a heritage and not hate. Like, it's not I would say that about pro pro-life too. Yeah. Be pro-life. Oh yeah. Be pro-life. Yeah. In everything. In it, yeah, in everything. Be consistent. You're that, otherwise you just you're really not worth listening to. Okay. And we touched on this. Um, everything was fine when I went to high school. There were no problems. Why are you trying to create a problem? We talked about that. They don't like change. I don't think, and they don't 
want to be told what to do. That's we what it that, is. Um, we see that in uh, the masks. Don't tell me what to do. So, um, and then it won't fix a, a national problem. So, what is the national problem? It's systemic racism. Um, you you said in a um, in the radio interview that you weren't doing this because of George Floyd's death, but certainly the death of George Floyd has changed the attitude of American uh, many Americans. Yes. And, you know what? Why do you think that? Um. So I feel like that was that was the tip of the iceberg for whites and blacks because that was one of the only deaths that we've seen that you could not question. Okay. We couldn't I wondered ask, if it was the video was so... Yeah. You know, you couldn't ask, well, what did he do beforehand? Oh, well, maybe he was resisting. Or, you know, you couldn't have those questions because we watched somebody kneel on his neck for eight minutes. With his yeah so you know it's like nonchalant yeah and but it was like george floyd was what all of those other victims have been meaning but it finally took actually seeing you don't have to do anything to be treated like this by not only the police but by someone who just hates you for the tone of your skin period like you don't you don't have to do anything that hate is going to be that that defiant, it's gonna be that strong and you're gonna be able to see it. I feel like George Floyd, um, he changed a lot of people's minds. Well, he didn't change their minds, he changed their hearts. And I feel like that's what it took for some people. I mean, you can tell them all day, but if their heart isn't changed, it's not gonna matter. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he changed a lot of hearts in America because we had to see that. You had to hear him call for his mom. You had to hear him saying he could not breathe. I don't know how many times, you know, and you had to see the cops' reaction, which was nothing, you know, and you had to see that no other cop helped. So that made it real. Um, but no, this this mascot issue was an issue before George Floyd. I just seen in a counter pro, a counter petition that she said I was doing it because of George Floyd. So I just okay. have to, yeah, you know, I just had to let her know. <laughs> yeah. Franklin no. County had a problem before George Floyd, but George Floyd well, we did. Well, had lots of problems yeah. before George but, but that just kind of, as I said, the, the number of people that's, you know, looking into things and the books being sold and and the documentaries and, and, and yeah. things, it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, other theories have been, um, that the pandemic, um, the pandemic um, increased national awareness of inequality. Um, mm -hmm. Health, that the people of color are dying at a greater rate um, than the general population. Essential workers or people of color, maybe we had um, more time to kind of watch the news. Um, but it's it's rolling on and. Um, it's, um, it doesn't seem to be letting up. There are people that are saying uh, there's, you know, good people, good sure. policemen, and um, um, there's not sticking. Yeah, no, and I and I don't think that all cops are bad cops. Um, 
I do not believe all cops are bad cops. I also don't believe defund the police means abolish the police. Mm-hmm. Um, they could defund it's them. It's unfortunate yeah. use of words yeah, that people is. have grabbed that on. And, and people don't comprehend because they don't listen to understand. They don't listen. So mm-hmm. you, all you hear is defund and you, it turns into abolish. Um, but really, it's just like saying, well, defund this, put money over here. Maybe we can mend that gap. Um somewhere in between but no I don't feel like all cops are bad cops but I feel like if a good cop watches a bad cop you're just as bad yeah and I'm doing yeah and I feel like the issues that we have some of them are not up to the citizens to fix some of them have to start in that department some of those officers you have to hold a bad officer accountable in the office before it gets to the street I feel like you're around people every day. That's like, you know, my coworkers. Mm-hmm. I'm around them every day. So if I see a, a pattern of a behavior, I should say something in our office before it gets to our customer. So, and I feel like everyone should be doing the same. Uh, we have to hold each other accountable right now mm-hmm. because it's, it's important for life. Um, we have to be accountable. Okay, well, let's talk just a second about um, Black Lives Matter. Um, This was uh, a movement started in 2013 by um, three African-American women after the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's um, killer, George Zimmerman. I'm just going to make this a quiz, but you know the answer to it. Who is Trayvon Martin? There's been so many. Uh, Yeah, um, yeah, he got killed. I don't know if he was the first. to the store. Coming back from a convenience store in uh, Florida. He's um, 17. This happened in 2012. Um, oh, it was a lot that year. It, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of deaths. Uh, yeah. 2012, yeah. Yeah, so that's eight years. Yeah. I don't know if he, I'm sure he wasn't the first, but he was the one that, that got uh, national attention. He was, he was killed um, by a community watch. <laughs> You know, person. It wasn't a, a policeman, but anyway, at that time, over fifty percent of registered voters supported the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. Monmouth University uh, Polling Center uh, in June of this year uh, did another um, survey and found that over seventy-six percent of voters and over seventy-one percent of white Americans um, said that racial, racial and ethnic discrimination was a big problem. So um, I want to mention um, um, another podcast called GRITS. That stands for, what does that stand for? Girls Raised in the South. I forgot it. It's on the Tennessee Howler Podcast Network. Um, Afton and Anna do that. They're a couple of blonde white girls. (laughs) Um, And they did an excellent discussion on Black Lives Matter and debunking comments that they have heard in regard to the movement's activities over the last few months. Also some advice to white women about our role in this national issue. Um, I listened to it again this morning to see if I could um, paraphrase what they said, and it's just too good. You just have to go listen to it. I I have to take that out. Shanae, would you like to add um, Anything else about Black Lives Matter? Do you, do you feel solidarity with the movement in rural Tennessee? I mean, um, so I feel like 
In rural Tennessee, um, kind of what start, sparked the petition was the protest, because mm-hmm. we did have a Black Lives Matter protest. I did not go to that protest, um, just because there was a lot of mixed emotions there with mm-hmm. you know how it was organized. But I feel like I've been to many other protests. Went to the one in Nashville that actually turned into the, the courthouse being burned. And, you know, when we were there, the protest was beautiful, like the speeches, the moments. But I started to notice that as we were walking, it was other groups coming and they're merging in. By the time we got to the courthouse, it's a fire, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so it's like people are sabotaging the movement so that it looks worse, you know, to everyone who's not there. I feel like the movement has a a good thing going with bringing people together and making people aware. But I feel like as the movement, you know, progresses in the movement, we have to check the looters. We have to check the rioters so that we're not seen as just that. Um, You know, Martin Luther King said a riot is the voice of the unheard. But if it's going to turn to that, let them turn it to that. Don't get distracted or have someone come in and turn it that way and we follow, you know, sheepishly when we're the lions in the situation. Um, but other than that, I just feel like black lives do matter. And I'll always go and I'll always support, but I just want to make sure that everyone there is on the same page and that when we see that they're not, we handle that like we should and we don't get mixed in um you know with the looting and the rioting when we're really there for a purpose when we're really there to be heard um because once things start to go that way nobody's hurt anymore everything's scattered and everything that was said got lost with and, what and transpired that, that would be as what i feel is happening in our country is that is over amplified mm-hmm. to the point that the message is is unclear although afton and have some you know interesting comments about you know, looting and anger and frustration, and they don't feel that like a big corporation, a very anti-corporation. If somebody goes in, I mean, they've been looting us, yeah, for years. years. Yeah. And um, and then as far as rioting and rioting and taking over property and all that, we've been doing. <laughs> I've been doing that for years. Ask the Indians, yeah. you know. I think. And, what uh, South Carolina where they had took over I seen it on the news and I was like hell yeah you know like look at them they're really over there they've got it blocked off everybody's chilling nothing's going on but um, yeah it's learned behavior mm-hmm. we learned from the best um, you know we learned how to loot we learned how to riot mm-hmm. we learned how to be heard um, sometimes it takes a little Some bit bad more. trouble, yeah, like you know. John Lewis said. You know. Sometimes it takes a little bit to be hurt because I've also seen that people don't want their stuff messed up. Mm-hmm. So maybe you should take it seriously when it's being asked before it gets to that point. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are starting to react more like, well, maybe we've got to listen. Well, Minneapolis said yeah. that. The mayor there said that after yeah. everything started, um, after uh, Mr. Floyd's death. Um, that they'd been being, they'd been told by community leaders, this is reaching a boiling point. This is reaching a boiling point. And he says, you know, I wish you would have listened. 
yeah. you know, before everything. I mean, because it's like, yeah. you know, you can only ask for so long. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, people saying that if we don't like, you know, the rebel, we can leave. Oh. I'm from Franklin County. <laughs> Um, I, I where, should add that. <laughs> yeah. Into, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm hearing that. Leave it. Yeah, I'm hearing that every day. If I don't like it, I can leave, but I'm from there, so where am I going? And if you don't like it, maybe you should leave. Or maybe you should go to Alabama like Peter Turney wanted to do. If you really knew your history in Franklin County, they wanted to succeed first. They were going with Alabama before Tennessee yeah, was ready. Yeah, they couldn't wait. They couldn't so, wait to commit treason. Yeah, so. so if you want if you want anybody to leave, maybe you should go. Or, you know, if, if I have to leave, maybe all the athletes leave with me. And then we'll see how it goes from there, you know, because you don't want them to leave. Right. But right. if we don't they're like it. the athletic department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if we don't like it, we can leave. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about an action plan. As always, read, explore, learn, listen, think. Check out the Tennessee Holler. Subscribe and support. Check out the other podcasts in the network. Follow the Holler at the Holler on Twitter, also on Facebook and Instagram. Check out Grits, Girls Raised in the South, the Black Lives Matter uh, episode. Let me see if I can make a conclusion to our discussion today. Despite all the illness and death from the COVID pandemic, the financial, racial, and health inequalities it has exposed, and the current administration's ongoing attempts to divide us, there has to be hope. We must first seek knowledge about our past, the truth of our present situation, and we, what we want for our future. We're gonna have to toughen up a little. We also must seek leaders who will lead, who will have knowledge, who will unify us in order to solve not only our nation's ills, but the world's. We have lost so much ground. Shanae, thank you. Thank you. I hope that you'll come back. Yes. Good luck with your petition. Tell us what we can do to support your project. Where can we go to sign up? Um, so my petition is online. It's change.org slash change FCHS. You can send some letters to the board members. Okay. So we all have a school board. Uh, Franklin County School Board. Mm-hmm. Um, their emails are actually online. You just have to go to their site and you can email them directly. Okay, and um, I know this has been real specific to Franklin County. I don't think I said this in the beginning, but um, if you're in a different county, I bet, even if you don't have a Confederate emblem, um, at your school, good. But explore the history of your high school. Yeah. Because it's not easy, but I'm sure it's similar to what's happened in in Franklin County. And it would be good um, to know that. So again, thanks thanks for listening to What About Us. And remember to check out the Tennessee Holler Podcast Network, a group of important progressive voices here in Tennessee. Until the next time, keep thinking about us. Thank you.